good morning, everyone. Uh, I'm so happy that uh, I have this opportunity to come, and it is great privilege to be able to uh, know you and uh, know uh, Stephen. And uh, I was saved in Taiwan. My father came to uh, flee, uh, fled to Taiwan in 1949. I was brought up with the uh, Chinese traditions uh, under the influence of uh, uh, Buddhism and uh, Confucianism and Taoism. But I cannot find peace when I uh, searching the truth uh, until uh, I went to the military. And after I lost uh, the uh, university entry exam and uh, failed, uh, entry exam, and uh, in my country, I have to go to the military. During that time, a uh, very uh, low, uh, dark uh, period of my time, and a colleague came to me and said, that, uh, hey, do you want to go to church? Now, I, I, I don't like Christianity. I have a very bad experience with the Christian people. And so when he said that, I said, no, I, I don't want to go to church. I don't want to have anything to do with the Christianity. And then he said, well, there's a lot of girls and uh, singing hymns and playing guitars. Would you like to go? Well, then I said, well, in that case, I'll go. Uh, I'm, I know that there's a bad, very bad uh, uh, motivation, but the law saved my life. During the time uh, that uh, I study a book uh, from uh, a Chinese gentleman who is PhD in chemistry uh, and to prove the Bible is God's word. Uh, but I was not persuaded, and until the last uh, page, the author asked uh, for 32 questions, whether you have committed this kind of sin and that kind of sin, and uh, I was so shocked because I committed them all. I thought I'm a good person, but then realized I'm a sinner, and so on that night in the military dorm, I kneel down and cry and uh, ask God to save me and to, to help me. After a period of time crying, then I remember the Christian people said that there will be miracles. And so I'm waiting for the big lights, but no big light. And then waiting for earthquake, no earthquake. Uh, very disappointed, but I decided to, to go back to the church to find out what's happening. A year later, I was baptized. And then to look back on that particular day, uh, September 10, 1978, even though I did not experience the physical miracles, but I do experience miracles. God has changed my life. And since then, I commit myself to serve the Lord, and the Lord called me to be a full-time minister and, and also burden us uh, to reach out to the people who uh, have no privilege to hear the gospel, not even uh, have the clear presentation of the gospel even once. So we uh, decided that the Lord uh, lead us to go back to China and also involve into the ministry in 1040 windows. 1040 window is a uh, imagine box on the map from the 40 latitude to 10 latitude. And uh, in that imagine box, there's a 63 countries and with uh, two thirds of a world population. And all these years that the staff, uh, since the mission start, the 1040 windows is always uh, being neglected. Uh, according to the study, that uh, uh, 92% of the world uh, mission endeavors and the missionaries that they sent out to 
one third of the world population outside of a 1040 window. But inside of a 1040 window, there's only 8% of the mission and leader. And so make it clear that if you have 100 US dollars for the whole year to support the mission uh, work, that only $8 go into mission, uh, 1040 windows. And if you have a hundred missionaries, only eight missionaries going to 1040 windows to reach out to two thirds of the world population. So this is really unbalanced uh, uh, mission and lever. So we, the Lord burdens our heart to reach out to those unreachable uh, people and uh, a lot of persecution, uh, the animosity towards gospel in the 1040 windows restrict association. They call it a restrict assassination. So the acronym is actually run. But we want to we want to uh, make that happen so that, that we can uh, do something in those kind of a uh, restrict assassination. So we call it the creative assassination. So it, it, the acronym is can we if we. By the grace of God and depends on the Holy Spirit, we we can do something in those neglected area uh, and and for those souls, billions of souls are waiting for people to tell them about the truth. Uh, a missionaries of our, our, our friends, a missionary went into uh, a Chinese lady's house and said that uh, my friend Jesus, we want to introduce to you, and she said, well. Would you please uh, come a little bit later? I will clean out my house and so that you can invite your friend Jesus to come. They even never heard the gospel once uh, or even uh, they don't even know the name of Jesus. So during uh, that time, my friend uh, explained to the old lady about Jesus and she made the decision uh, on, on that day to accept Christ. Millions and millions of souls like that need people to go and to share the gospel. Uh, so we, we definitely uh, need your prayer and to uh, for the Lord to send forth many more uh, labors uh, into the field uh, to join us. Now, because the uh, the time limited, let me let me share with you the uh, the the meditation, the prayer meditation. The verse that I want to share with you is uh, from Jude chapter tw- uh, uh, verse twenty and twenty one. Now, if you have the Bible, let me read it for you. Uh, the Bible says, "But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God." looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Now, this is talking about uh, after uh, Jude exposed the dangers of uh, false teachers and false prophets and the, 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 their false teachings, then Jude uh, actually uh, instruct the believers uh, to, number one, building themselves. Number two, keep themselves in, in, in the love of God. Uh, 
Now, that's two important principles that we need to uh, guard ourselves and we need to uh, train ourselves. We need to equip ourselves in, in order to defend the false teaching in this world. And look at it today. We have false teachings everywhere. Now, not only uh, the, uh, the heretics and, and those kind of teaching and charismatic and the Tom movement, all kinds of uh, wrong teaching and, and heretic teaching, but we also have in the mainstream uh, church today that emphasize prosperity theology. I mean, this is a click to the nature and the flesh of all the people. Everybody wants to uh, be successful and everybody wants to be prosper, uh, prosper uh, to have a prosperity. So the prosperity theology and the successful uh, gospel is preaching throughout all the churches and everybody was, was buying by that. But the law uh, is not teaching us that. We need to realize that all those are the false teaching because the Bible said that the, uh, the, the, on, uh, the Lord gave us this uh, calling so that we will believe on his name, but also suffer for his sake. Now today, very few churches talking about suffer for Jesus' sake and uh, very few people talking about be faithful to the, to the faith that the once once uh, delivered unto us, contain the faith. I mean, the church is now is being uh, being influenced by the world and secularism, and so we are actually connect with the world now. The worldly concept already creep into the church, and so we pursue successful blessings and prosperity, and we forgot the reason why we're here is to seek the Lord's kingdom and the, the Lord's righteousness. What is the the Lord's kingdom, I mean, expanding the kingdom of God and the, what is the righteousness of God, because the, the, the things that are right in God's sight. And, but we don't do things that are right in God's sight. And so that the, the Jews exposed the dangers of false teachers and false teaching immediately says that you and I need to equip ourselves in order to uh, be able to have this discernment and uh, be ready to defend and to expose the false teaching and false teachers and false prophets. But how are we going to do that? Now we need to build up ourselves. And then uh, in verse 20, and uh, two things we need to do, uh, build up ourselves in, in the Holy faith, and then also praying in the Holy ghost. That's the first one. Then second one is to keep ourselves in, in God's love. But I want to share the important concept of a, Praying in the Holy Spirit. What does that mean? That means that if we pray not in the Holy Spirit, that means that we are not actually in prayer because uh, a lot of people pray, but we don't have those effectual prayer. We don't have that the prayer that actually connect with the Lord. Why? Because we are not praying in the Holy Ghost. We are not praying in, in, in the Holy Spirit. And so when we are not praying in the Holy Spirit, that we are praying in our own flesh. Because the Paul said that we need to submit to the Holy Spirit, not to submit to the, uh, the flesh. But so many times when we pray, even though we, we are entering into this uh, spiritual activity, but our spiritual activity still mingle and mix with the flesh. 
So a lot of people, they pray, they actually focus on their own uh, desire, own will, but they don't follow God's will. I mean, look at Jesus Christ when he prayed in the last uh, uh, prayer in, in the Gethsemane, uh, and, and he prayed, not by my will, uh, not by will be done, but but God's will be done, thy will be done. And so pray in the Holy Spirit. That means that we being filled with the Holy Spirit, we being controlled by the Holy Spirit, we walk in the Spirit, and then because the Spirit is the truth of the Spirit, and therefore we will be able to lead to understand the truth. So when we are in the Spirit, then we understand what is true, what is God's will, then we pray in the truth and in God's will, and therefore, we will be able to understand what God really wants, not what we want. And when we follow God's will, and that is exactly uh, the Lord desire, we live in this world, not for ourselves, but for Jesus Christ. So, so keep on, we, we emphasize, it's not, uh, it's not about me, it is about Jesus Christ. Now, how can we uh, live a life that the only focus on Jesus Christ? Well, we need to, be filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to follow the Holy Spirit. And once we uh, being filled with the Holy Spirit, then we're going to have the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And charismatics keep on saying, oh, uh, to be filled with the Holy Spirit means you speak in tongues. That's, that, that's, that's definitely false teaching. To be filled with the Holy Spirit means that you are going to have the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Once you have the fruit of the Holy Spirit, then that proves that you do have the uh, you do have the Holy Spirit, and you uh, you do have the feeling of the Holy Spirit. Because, I mean, if 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 you don't have this uh, divine character that's showing up in your life, how do we know that you actually being controlled by the Holy Spirit? I mean, a person can perform miracles and uh, sign and wonders, but if they don't love uh, the wife, if they don't uh, have the peace and joy and, and, and uh, self-control and temperaments and, and, and uh, meekness and in their life, then they are, they, are, they are just a liar. And so there's a lot of people emphasize uh, perform miracles and uh, sign and wonder, but they don't live uh, a life that is showing the fruit of the Holy Spirit and they are a liar. And so the proof of the person being filled with the Holy Spirit is that they do have the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And so when we pray in the Holy Spirit, that means we are, we are going to be led by the Holy Spirit and uh, to understand the truth and to pray according to God's will. Once we did that, we submit to God's will, and then we don't focus on ourselves, then our prayer will be acceptable by the Lord. A person who truly pray in the Holy Spirit will not focus on himself, but will focus on God and God himself. So this is the, this is the quote that from a person who has been filled with the Holy Spirit and pray in the Holy Spirit. And I quote, I asked for strength and God gave me difficulties to make me strong. I asked for wisdom and God gave me problems to solve. I asked for courage and God gave me dangers to overcome. 
I asked for love, and God gave me troubled people to help. My prayer was answered. That is the evidence of prayer in the Holy Spirit. We don't focus on ourselves. We focus on the sovereign God that who saved our life and who molded us to be a better servant of that. And this is the devotion I want to share with you. Thank you so much.